Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or, perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Heidling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Heidelin cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit. A shifter, or elusir, of the Coyote Totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull, or outsiders, who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans, and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. And standing in the center, on either side of a white-cloaked Cynthia... Oh, boy. You see some familiar faces. Oh, no. Oh, God. You see Wedna. What? What?! And Kyla. Oh, not Kyla! Oh, God! We're fucking dead, man! We are fucked. We're so dead. When is he? Well, to so, be fair, she doesn't look great. So, like, well, you see, you see. Hold on. Uh, as Wells steps up to join them, standing just a little bit ahead of Cynthia, um, you see that Cynthia is in the middle of conversing with Kyla. They're currently in the middle of some kind of argument, and they are speaking. What languages do you guys speak? I speak common. Quarry and Sylvan. Common, Elvish, and Halfling. Okay, so you guys don't understand what they're saying um, as they're arguing, but Kyla, who's slightly facing in you guys' direction, this tall, kind of, uh, not necessarily burly, but definitely broad, uh, white, or is she, I don't remember if she's white or silver. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say white. Uh, white dragonborn with these sort of um, nasty-looking, straight, sharpened horns going back from her head, and her face is just this constant scowl. Um, she is dressed in white robes as well, uh, with a black sash across. Um, and she sees the lot of you approaching, and you hear her say in common to Cynthia, I think we shall continue this conversation later. And she snaps her fingers and disappears. Oh, oh bless. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Cynthia turns as Wells steps up and says, ma'am. Um, she turns and looks at all of you and says, Oh, I wasn't expecting you for a little longer. You're quick. I'm striding up like not right to her but like to the front of like our group and pointing ace of spades at her and going give him back you fucking bitch okay oh. Oh. um you see just behind her laying motionless uh on the edge of the cistern one of the bridges is bull he is still breathing but very shallowly. And you see the somewhat gaunt, though definitely alive form of Wedna standing over him. 
and she is in a gray cloak. And she's just standing there watching the rest of you. Um, She's sort of standing over Bull. um, And uh, Cynthia, as all the black cloaks around the edge of the room, turn to also look at you guys. And you can see them readying weapons and spells. She glances back at Bull. She says, I'll certainly trade for him. Try again. No, I think you need to try again, darling. Which one are we, which one of them are you after? And she looks at Silas. And she glances at Justine. Well, I suppose the one less missed will be your husband. No. And um, Justine takes a step forward and she says, how about this, mother? You turn him loose and I don't take your head from your shoulders. And Cynthia smiles. She says, that's not terribly ladylike. Did Andalia teach you nothing? And Justine smiles back. Just the very, like, vex grin. Just like, mm. Um, It says, no, they didn't. You wasted your money. Now hand him over. And Cynthia shakes her head and says, I'm sorry. My uh, offer remains firm. Question. Yeah. Can I roll some sort of stealth to try to cast a spell? That would be sleight of hand. What are oh, you trying okay. to cast specifically? What are the components of it? Verbal is the only component. Okay. Um. Yeah, I would say sleight of hand technically. Okay. Let me. Oh God. Okay. Fuck. Eleven. I'm rolling so bad tonight. Um. What are you casting? I'm casting Gesh on Cynthia. Oh. Okay. Um, So you begin to try to, like, mutter the incantation to yourself. Um, And as you start to get into sort of the meat of it, you see one of the black cloaks just snap across their chest. And let me double check. Counter spell. Damn it. Because I'm guessing at the level of Gesh. It's fifth. um, Fifth level? Okay, that means I need to roll. That is a 19 to cancel it, which I believe succeeds. Yeah, it's 10 plus the level, so yeah, he cancels it. So your spell is just dashed before you can even cast it. Cool, 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 cool. And Cynthia, (laughs) as as that spell is countered, she, like, just blazingly fast draws a wand from her side. Oh, no. And points it at you and says, uh, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, you don't think so? What else? What else do you want besides them? And she glances between Justine and Silas and says, Well, it doesn't work that way, Marin. I need one of them. Unless you can track down Lauren or something. Why does it have to be them? Because those are my orders. I'll put my gun down 
I'll say, what about me? You're not a more. And Silas at the same time has put his hand on your shoulder. Besides, you've already figured out how to get out of these little traps. I don't think we could get you again if we wanted to. I'm gonna look over at Wedna and just go, you're still hanging around after what she did to you? Wedna just stares at you. No expression. And you realize there's a slight glow to her eyes. Mm -hmm. You didn't realize that immediately? Well, no, no, no. I, um... Oh, never mind. No. I thought... Because... Never mind. It is a totally different thought. Oh, okay. It's like... Definitely a walker. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I know that. I know that. But, yeah. Um... Yep. Do? What can I do? <laughs> That's can how I, do? I feel. No, actually, and, um, this might be useful now that I think about it. I just have to check everything. Continue. As you guys are sort of at a standstill, Cynthia reaches down and draws a second wand and aims it She's toward double the wanting it. Uh, I'm going to try and shoot it out of her hand. Oh, oh, you're gonna attack first. Okay. Uh, well, she's expecting I, it, so just make a normal attack. I, while they're doing that, because I'm honestly I'm trying to do something. Is it okay if I do something at the same time? Uh, depends on what it is. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Bless sorry. You. So sorry. Oh. That really got me. Um, I sorry, cat. I sneezed all over the cat. Um, <laughs> uh, he was right in the way. It's not my fault. Um. I want to cast Polymorph at the same time. I rolled a... On myself. On yourself, okay. Yes. Um, First, Marin. Uh, 30. Does a 30 hit? A 30 will hit her, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, (sighs) Yeah, and I shot her with Ace of Spades, so... Are you specifically doing the disarming trick shot? No, because I do not have that. Okay. I'm just shooting her hand. Oh, Jesus. Hoping it blows off. Um, God damn. That's eight points of damage. Um, you manage to sort of catch the edge of her forearm, and it rips through the white cloak and just stains it red. And you see her grit her teeth against making any sound, but she does not drop the wand. Um. <laughs> Being that she was already starting to cast, um, she's going to get her spell off first. Oh. Uh, actually, no. Let's let's go into initiative order, and we'll start like after Marin's turn or something. <clears throat> Motherfuck! I am rolling like absolute <laughs> shit. I love it. This is gonna be great. Twenty. Go for it. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Eight. <laughs> Jesus. Get a new D20, man. No, I can't. This is Kit's set. This is his frosty ice set. I know. I can't. I can't. Oh my god! So I saw a set of 
uh, glass dice that are uh, like laser etched. No, they're um, diacreic glass. Diacreic. Yeah. It's like the Di- the rainbow glass, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, it's only eighty dollars. I know, like for the whole set, but fuck, they look so They're beautiful. They're so pretty. I, want I them have so, so bad. many. I have so many of those, like wish listed on Etsy. Yeah, I want like, a set like a gemstone set, like amethyst or quartz or something. Mm-hmm. Like nothing too crazy, but like okay. I have, I have an opalite set, but I never use it. Ooh, opalite oh. is actually synthetic, but it's beautiful. Yeah, I love yeah. opalite. Mm-hmm. We're done. Okay. So, it uh, just so happens that Cynthia does go after Marin. Um, oh, wow. So, oh. she... Fuck, huh. Fucking Cindy. Fucking Cindy. Um, she's going to... Use, hold on, I need her spell list. I actually made one. Um, where the fuck is it? Okay. Ugh. Um, she is going to use... She doesn't really need to spend a spell slot. She just needs Firebolt. Um, cool, cool, cool. Tight, or wait, tight, hold tight, on. Tight, tight, tight. No, 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 that's not going to work. Um, she uh, expends a Thunder Wave yeah. um, and good. aims it uh, sort of away from Wedna uh, for the first time ever. Doesn't, doesn't catch her up in the crossfire. Right. Um and uh, Bull can't save because he's unconscious. And he's already down a death save. Oh. Uh, the thunder wave shunts him into the pool and he disappears. Ah. Wait, you said he was already down one death save and she just attacked him? Yep. He's dead. No, he's not. If you get attacked, it's a... You lose, you lose a death save. Yeah, but I thought it's a critical fail like you lose two when you get attacked while you're already down let me let me let me double check i don't think so i thought it was just you automatically lose one fact while unconscious uh takes damage at zero hp they automatically fail one death saving throw or two if the damage is from a critical hit oh yeah. okay, okay so no okay. that's two death saves and he just fell into the pool and he's and drowning currently so yep uh but after that goes off um she turns back to the rest of you and says, I suppose we're doing this then. Hell yeah, we are. Um, okay. I've got her narrowed down. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. <laughs> uh, so did that thunder wave just hit bull then? Just bull. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Look at all these. Look at all these boys we gotta work. kill. How the fuck does sorcery <laughs> points work? That's fine. Oh, so she is a sorcerer. Thank you. Yeah. I had it narrowed down to everybody who could do thunder wave. That's not a druid, since I know she's not a druid. But. Turn to. <laughs> It's okay. It's fine. It's Mm-mm. cool. Mm-mm. Taylor's <laughs> been telling us for months that they're going to kill Bull. What? When? Oh, because we love him so much? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, okay, so that's that's Cynthia's turn. Um, 
that brings us to Silas. Dang, how how high did Silas get of a roll? I got a twenty-seven. He's also a gunslinger. He's got that's good true. Dexterity. Um, he draws the bailiwick and name of his lovely gun. Um, he's gonna. How many times can he even shoot? I don't remember. I don't. Seven hundred times. Oh God, I wish. I don't think he can shoot. I think he can only shoot once currently at this yeah. level. Uh, but he does have an action surge that he can use later. Um, he is going to expend a grit for a dead eye shot to give him advantage. Uh, that's definitely going to hit her. Um, oh, he's got high wisdom too. No, he doesn't. Oh, Naimor? Oh, fuck. No, his uh, warlocks are charisma based. Oh, no. I thought he had high wisdom. He's decent wisdom. Um, it's not a whole lot of damage, but it'll fucking do. Uh, Alright, so yeah, he takes a shot, and it sort of... Uh, it Going for a similar thing, like thinking to disarmor, he also aims for her arm, but it again just rips past without much damage. Um, and, uh, do, 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 do. There's not a whole lot he can do for a bonus action, considering he doesn't have fucking warlock things anymore. So that'll do him. Uh, I need to run through these people faster. Um, Justine is going to charge up and not caring about Wells, she just runs right past him. Uh, she draws this massive two-handed axe off her back, uh, very similar to the one in her art. And it's this long sort of bearded axe with a, uh, with, uh, like a sort of Viking-esque, like, Jormungandr-style dragon head that sort of the blade comes out of its mouth. And she just hauls back and brings it down on Cynthia. Uh, she, she will have raged before she did that. It Yes, she does. Uh, rage. <laughs> um, uh, and she gets. She have extra attacks. I know she must. Yeah, I believe she does. Um, but she just sinks her axe into Cynthia. Twice. Make that one time. The second failed. Oh. Um, and she just leaves this nice long gash down Cynthia's shoulder, and uh, Cynthia actually sort of cries out in surprise. Next in the order is Bull, who is drowning, so his death save makes no difference unless he gets a natural 20. Nope, that's a fail. Okay, no, it's okay. I can bring him back to life tomorrow. Um, it's fine. It's cool. He's not going to be a bugbear anymore, but he'll be something. Uh, Wedna. Wedna steps up. Um, sort of interposes herself between Cynthia and Wells. And she's going to take a page out of Cynthia's book. How high um, did all these people roll? Not that high. Kate rolled an eight. Yeah, I'm probably oh, did, last. 
Oh, wait. Okay, you counted before World Initiative as my turn, then. Yes. Uh, I understand, because I, okay. I should be going first or second. Like, <laughs> you got a really, I really considered that you'd gotten a surprise attack, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, Wedna is going to just straight up try to shove Justine into the cistern. Oh. Uh, which is going to be, I believe, a contested strength. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, Justine slides into the cistern. Oh. She oh just gets full on, like, tackled, and Wedna manages to push her in, and Justine falls into the blood. Uh, which is a grisly fucking sight. Uh, Kit. Is it my turn now? Your turn. Okay, so now that Justine's out of the way, I have a different idea from what I was going to do. Um, but I need to check it real quick. So... Okay. So, I don't know if I'll be able to... uh, I can either hit two people or hit Cindy, like... Shit. How far can I move? Up to you, man. How far can I move? I am going to... God damn it. I'm going to move to there. And I am going to cast Polymorph. Mm-hmm. And I am going to turn into a young gold dragon. Okay. And that will be my whole turn. That's everything, so. Now I'm a dragon. What's the size of a young gold dragon? Large? Large. Okay, so yeah, see. this is about the right size. Uh, skills. Uh, it's, a, it's challenge rating of 10. Where does it say? Large. Large dragon. Okay, yeah, so you take up a 10 by 10. So you are effectively blocking the bridge. That's fine. I just want to be in the way. Okay. And terrifying. Grrr! Roar! Roar. Grr, y'all. Grr. <laughs> that is my... Kay. That's my turn. That's all I can do. That's my action. Okay. So, I'm, I can Everybody bonus says- action be scary. That brings us to Wells. Okay. Uh, who, seeing you just suddenly blow up into this young gold dragon, reaches back, drawing a scimitar off his back... Um, and as he brings it around front, he, uh, taking a page out of Molly's book, he actually runs the blade across his jaw, mm. lighting this blade up. Blood hunter. Uh, yes. He's gonna start fucking slicing. Um, he does have a second blade that he draws as well. Um... I forget how blood maledicts work. Ooh, my reach is 10 feet. They are all technically within my reach. Yes. 
Oh, excuse me. Oh, bless you. That came out of nowhere. It got me. Oh, the hiccups. Hiccups. <laughs> sound like you're, That's all I can do. Sounds like you're powering up in like a very weird way. <laughs> I wish. It's okay. We got this. Right. Bull's dead. It's fine. Nothing to worry about now, but recovering the body. Do you, yeah, I was about to say, you know how, like... Uh, it's fine. I'm worried about more people dying. Nah, it's cool. As long as we have at least ten days to bring them all back, like, it'll be fine. I'll just start... I'm just gonna be resurrecting everybody. Like, and they'll come back, they'll be like, oh, now I'm a gnome. Or like, oops, now I'm an elf. Like... Oops, all elves. Yeah, oops, yeah. all elves. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what is that? Is that M&M's or cereal or something that does that? What? I don't know. There's one of the cereals is like Oops oh, All Marshmallows uh, or Cap something. Captain Crunch. It's Oops All Berries. Oh, Oops All Berries. That's what it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> as, he, as he draws it, uh, the blade crackles with the electricity and he's going to take a few swaps at you. At the dragon? At the dragon. Okay. Um, that's going to be uh, 20. That, yeah, I guess that'll hit. Uh, another 20. Fuck. And a 19. Damn it, all three. My Woo! god. Alright, yay. <sighs> <laughs> sorry. <It's> sorry. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a grand total of 30 damage. 30 damage. It's, I mean, it's hinted cold damage, but you don't take extra damage from cold, so don't no, worry about I it. No, I don't. I am immune to fire, but that that's it. Yep. Uh, and that'll bring us to Lucan, who's terrified. Imagine Great. that. Um, but Thanks, Lucan. Thanks, Lucan. He, <laughs> he moves over towards Silas, like, just trying to be, like, helpful or just cover him a little bit. God. And um, he is going to. Uh, oh, he's going to hit you if he does that. Uh, you know what? No, you're immune to fire. Yes, I and am. And he would know that because he's a smart boy. He is going to fireball these bitches. Yes. Um, Bathe me in flames. Yeah. <laughs> So you don't need to do anything because you're already immune. What is it that Smaug yells? He's like, I am the terror, I am terror, or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Sure. I am desolation, I am... Meow. <laughs> I am Smaug. Smaug. <laughs> Okay. I am uh, Sparta. With that, Wedna is turned to ash. <gasps> yes! He's gone. Uh, Fuck that Wells, bitch. Wells yeah. and Cynthia both uh, seem to be okay after that. Um, mostly because Wells is fire resistant. Oh, as I forgot about that. And Cynthia has her own little protections going on. Um, but what? Wedna got fucked up. She's yeah. just a pile on Yucked. the floor. 
Yeah, there's no body for them to bring back this time. Yes. Boo-hoo. Uh, that'll bring us to oh. all of the black cloaks. Seriously? Put a <laughs> pin in that for the rest of this time. Anybody who survives this fight, or just any, incinerating body that exists yep. after this fight gets fucking burned. Yep. Okay. Viking funeral. For everybody. Cloaks, uh, taking their orders from Cynthia as she specifically trains their sights on uh, Kit. They're all going to attack Go you. Uh, one, two, three, five hits. Oh. You said go for it. Ugh. They did. I mean, to be fair, I could just do this again. So I have like a net, an infinite amount of HP up to like 500 or so. Uh, yeah. That's going to be 25 damage from arrows. Okay. Uh, but I also need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh no, they're poisoned. Oh no, they're poisoned. Oh, no. Natural one. Oh no! Okay. Um, I immediately die. <laughs> uh, you are paralyzed. <gasps> no! Fuck! Fuck! Am I immune to that? No. Nope, you're only immune to fire. Damn it. Yay. Fuck. This is the worst <laughs> game ever. I came prepared. Cynthia came prepared. Uh, Marin, it's your turn as you All watch right. the dragon freeze up in front of you. All right. I am going to move around. Now, can I, if I move like right here, mm-hmm. can I aim over Justine? Is she kind of like down She's below She's below me? you. Okay, like, cool. by about By about like five feet. Great. Uh, I'm pulling out Overwatch and I'm shooting at Cin- Cindy, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attempt to do a forceful shot and okay. push her back into the pool. How Ooh. far does a forceful shot push? 15 feet. Okay. Oh, my bitch. Eighteen. She, uh, does she have that? Hold on. Shield. Yeah. Yep. She shields. Shit. So as you, as just as you pull the trigger, she turns and sees you, and just casts her arm across herself, and the bullet just pings off into the. I am going to spend. Well, no, I'm going to do my second attack with Ace of Spades. And I'm going to attempt to do the same thing. That one better hit. Uh, 27. That will hit. Okay. And she has to make a strength saving throw. Not her best stat. Yeah, I figured. Uh, natural 18. Fuck! I just made it! Fuck! Oh well, she still gets hurt. Fuck that. Fuck her. Fuck. Eight points of damage. Fuck. Oh. Wow. She just went full anime villain on us. Yeah, for real. And you know what? How how far did I move? That was like 15 feet. You were right here. Yeah, it was like 15 feet. Yep. 
This guy's here. Yeah, I guess I'll just stay where I'm at. Um, oh, as a bonus action. Uh, yes, Anastar. Yeah, would you like to uh, yeah, uh, sip some tea or like? No. I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna yell over to Silas. I don't know what I'm gonna yell at him. Uh, anything seems terrible right now. Hey, baby! Don't die! Hey, uh, baby! <laughs> I'll yell over to him. Like, if anything fucking happens, just know that I love you, and I'll give him wow. Bardic inspiration. Yeah. Well, you know what? That is With how not it's going inspiring. right now. Bordic inspirational. Okay. Fine. Don't die! I yell. <laughs> Inspire. Don't die, you f squishy fucker. You gangly little fuck. Wow. I need arm candy. Don't die. <laughs> yeah, um, that's why I don't want you to. Okay. Uh, that will bring us to Cynthia's turn. Um, she looks between you and then Lucan and Silas and then the dragon. And she is going. Oh god. Two. Uh, buying time, buying time. Yeah, uh, drag, drag yeah. it out a little bit more. Yeah. Drag! Drag! Uh, <laughs> uh, she is going to use... Uh, nope, don't use that. That's too high level for this. Um, she uses power word kill. No! God! We've already done, done that. She has something similar. Oh, she has God. Two something similar. Um, Cynthia's easier, they said. We should go after her first, they said. I mean, yes. I mean, yeah, I'd rather be fighting her than Kyler or Vela, but yeah. shit. What if we die here? What if this is it? Ben, ben shut the fuck up! <laughs> mm -mm. That'd be an interesting end, not gonna lie. No, it would Cindy would get this, the Orden hide. It would be very unsatisfying, and I would be very upset. I mean, yeah. But new characters. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna play mm -hmm. Tim. She is going to use Dispel on Kit. Oh, cool. oh does that no. mean I'm no longer paralyzed? No. Oh. No, wait. I actually serious question wait. about that. Because yeah, no, yeah, you got a point. You got a point. Yeah. Because yeah. if I can it's take here. one of the staves oh, oh. off, like without a greater restoration, then I feel like paralysis shouldn't carry over. The staves were kind of different thing. Eh. Um, but let me let me double check. Does stun carry over? Polymorph. Because that's close enough to what this is. Uh, all the conditions you have while polymorph carry over in your normal form. Removing uh, does not give you any kind of cure. That Shit. is not okay. I disagree. <laughs> Sorry. I disagree with Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, fuck you, Wizards of the Coast. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I built this shit to be hard. Um, so you are dispelled. I'll keep the dragon on standby just in oh, case. Thanks, because I may become, you know, just another dragon spawn on spot spontaneously. Wow. Spant, spant, spant. Oh, that was hard to get out. <laughs> oh. 
My dragon. Your dragon. My dragon. <laughs> Still don't know how sorcery points work. You use sorcery them. points are easy. Yeah, they're just like key points. Yeah, you, just, you um, basically spend them to get another spell. Them yeah, spell slot. Okay, so as a bonus action, she's gonna give herself back her spell slot. Great. Cool. Awesome. Ooh. Love uh, it. Love uh, it. So happy for her. I love that journey for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's going to bring us to Soilus, who is going to do the only thing he fucking can. Um, you, Everybody would see that as Kit is paralyzed and then dispelled, um, Silas like throws up a hand to try to counterspell. And nothing happens. Oh, baby. And he just sort of stares ahead, just sort of like, oh no. And he just pulls back and gets his gun. Uh, that's not gonna hit. He shoots wide. He, in fact, almost hits Wells, uh, but it just sort of skims past Cynthia. Uh, but he is actually going to take a couple steps back because he realizes he's in a lot of lines of sight right now. Um, Justine is going to take some damage. From the blood? The her turn. Yep. It's not just blood. Oh. oh. Oh, boy. Oh, so it wouldn't have mattered if Bull made a saving throw or not. He'd be fucking dead either way. Yeah. Yeah. It's very deadly. Um, She takes a lot of damage. Um, oh, no. And then kicks her way through, and she can't climb up on the bridges. They're too high above, so she comes to the edge and climbs out near Marin. Um, and with that, she looks back towards Cynthia, and she reaches onto her back, pulls one of her hand axes, and just fucking whips it. Because I want to be like Justine when I grow up. <laughs> um <laughs> raging so that will hit for not a lot of damage um bull not on the list anymore wedna gone kit make a constitution safe get unparalyzed motherfucker uh, 12 nope. oh. oh my god uh, that'll bring us to Wells, who, uh, who is he more concerned about? I hate everything. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. After mm -hmm. this, I'm getting an anti-paralysis amulet. <laughs> Wells is going to charge past Kit, and you can't take an attack of opportunity. Some bitch. Um, and he's gonna go for Lucan, because Lucan has more ability to hurt a lot of people at once. Um, he's gonna slash him up. That's crazy. Don't worry, I'm just gonna sit here and fire my nails since I'm useless. <laughs> God. Sorry. No, it's fine. I just hate everybody. I know. Ooh, that's like half of Lucan's hit point. And Justine's dead, Lucan's dead, Heck. Bull's actually dead, like TM. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> I know, this all went really wrong. Um, this is, no, this is going spectacularly. No, it's not! I'm so excited to start a new character. I already have them no! begun. It's going to take me another 40 episodes to get another one of these goddamn staves. Lucan is going to take an attack of opportunity by stepping back. And Wells is going to mash him. Fuck! That's another critical hit. Oh, my oh God. no! No! Oh, I hope you survived this to do your cool heroic thing. Oh, God, that was, that was close. Okay. Damage. This is going so Lucan bad. Pucked up. He is just bleeding from so many cuts from just this whirlwind of scimitars. But as he steps uh, uh, back, Marin, you see him like put himself in front of Silas, and he pulls his wand and starts uh, building this very fast uh, spell circle in front of him, and he finishes it with the uh, with the um, rune uh, a rune L and he just pushes it forward and it narrowly, I believe if he's aimed this right narrowly misses Kit, but goes through Wells and Cynthia with a lightning bolt. Yes! Lightning nice. bolt fucks! Oh, lightning bolt is great. Let me double check the damage on that. It's a lot. It's like it's a eight, lot of damage. Yeah, it's like 8d6 or something like that. Spiel. I play a, a tempestuous uh, sorcerer, a storm sorcerer oh, nice. in another campaign, and Lightning Bolt is my fucking jam. It's one of the best spells, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree. Highly. It's better than Fireball because it's not like an area of, of effect mm -hmm. spell. It's 12d6. Shit. Wait, no, that's at 7th level. Jesus fuck, he's not that high. Oh, uh, I was about to say what? <laughs> um, wait, no, hold on. How high a level can he cast that? I believe he's gonna cast it as high as he can. Yeah. Um, fifth level, okay. It's still a decent amount. Lightning bolt, ten d six. Oh my god. Okay. I had to use a dice roller for it. I don't have that many D6s. Um, so that's gonna be... That's really nicely above average. That's gonna be 45 damage. Let's see how they do. Wells fails. Cynthia succeeds. <sighs> Wells is already looking pretty fucking fried. Good. Fuck that, that was guy. like half his HP. <laughs> Good. Um. All right. And with that, uh, it goes to the black cloaks. Um, Cynthia, having just suddenly gotten shocked the fuck out of her, she just points her finger toward Lucan, and all of the black cloaks no. turn their crossbows. Oh God! Oh fuck! Bye, Lucan. I'm glad you got your redemption arc. Yep. <laughs> It was very short. Yep. I mean, enough of those hit that I don't need to roll damage and he's mm -hmm. dead. Mm -hmm. Like dead dead? 
like he's dead, just, dead? He's been hit more than three, four times. Gotcha, gotcha. He's just dead. I mean, I can do damage. Just no, for you the don't have to. Yeah, he's fucking dead. Um, Lucan, after this heroic lightning bolt, is just f filled with bolts, and he collapses in front of Silas, okay, a very cool. terrified-looking cool. Silas. Um, Marin. Okay. Um. All right. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, and at the end of their turn, the black cloaks start moving closer. toward the other end of the room. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. I'm going to reload Overwatch and hit Cindy, because what else can I fucking do at this point? Yeah. That was a natural 20. Yes. Uh, for a 31, so I should fucking hope it hits. No. Ha ha ha. Double that sweet bean damage. Bean <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, it's D12. 2D12. Alright, come here, come here, come here. Oh, hold on, that one didn't roll. Alright, that is... Do I double the dice or the damage? Double I can the never dice. Uh, you double the dice and then add the mod. Okay, so that... You can technically do either, you just double the damage before you add the mod. Okay, okay. Uh, that is... I rolled a third so then that's 26 so Ugh. my mind just went totally blank 26 plus 31 okay 31 points of damage uh and i'm do i want to do that yeah i'm gonna use action action surge and i'm going to Hit her again with the ace of spades. Oh god, come on! Oh fuck me! What? Seven, 17. 17? Shield. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's a bitch when you're fighting a 15th level sorcerer. Oh my god. Wow. Uh, Right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That's how I feel right now, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, don't think there's anything else I can do. What can I do for my bonus actions? Bonus actions? No? Uh. I can do... <laughs> I can do a healing word, but... I mean... Uh, that's not gonna do fucking anything for you. No, not for me, no. No, and... Maybe I'll... I'll quickly cast it on... I'll cast Healing Word quickly on Justine. It's gonna do fuck all for her, but whatever. Okay. Uh... Uh, she gets... Eight points of damage back. Or points of healing. Eight points okay. of healing damage. Eight points of healing damage, yep. Cynthia, as you finish that, uh, steps back 
and begins making her way up the north bridge. And as she walks, she walks very haughtily and confidently past this pool. You see her glance down to where you can't see Bull, and she whips her wand toward downward, and you see this green ray shoot downward, and she just keeps walking. Oh, no. She must have... I don't know. I don't know what she did. I can't even... Um, But as she goes, she calls across the room, All right, everybody, this show's over. Um, That'll bring us to Silas, who, seeing Lucan down in front of him, and seeing Cynthia walking away, is just sort of like looking between the two of them, and he kneels down and gives Lucan a potion. That's not gonna fucking matter. Yeah, he's dead. He doesn't realize that. Um, oh boy. Yeah, it's not gonna do shit. So as Silas does that, you can Marin can you can just see him shaking, just like like he can't believe this is happening in front of him. Um, uh, Justine is going to not caring about the attack of opportunity. She's gonna take one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight. It's as far as she can get on a normal move with her 40 feet. Why would there be an attack of. Oh, Wells. Wells. Oh, okay. Um. She's. She's. Well, she'll get to about there and she'll huck another hand axe, but first, Wells' attack. That'll hit. That's not too bad for Justine. Um, and then she'll huck her hand axe. That'll hit. Not much. So you see her just throw this second axe, and it rips past the back of Cynthia's shoulder, and she winces, but she keeps walking like like a woman on a mission. And Justine is just screaming at this point, just raging. And you see her look down toward the pool, and she just goes still. Yep. Um, that'll bring us to... Neither of them are on the list anymore. Kit, make a constitution saving Oh my god, come on. Come, come on, on, please, 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 please. Yes! 23! Hell you yeah! Unparalyzed, you get your full turn. I get my full Fuck turn? Yeah. You can have your full turn. Yes! Okay, sorry. Normally that would not be the case, but fuck it. (laughs) Rule of cool over rules is written. Okay, I'm going to run to here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to whip the Ordenhide out, which I don't think she knows I have. And I'm going to flick it into the staff, and I'm going to pump the staff into it and hit it on the ground and cast Sunbeam at 6th level. Fuck! Okay. Let's disintegrate this bitch. Yeah, oh well, my I, god! I wish I'm I had so disintegrate, but I don't. I know. Um, so <laughs> hang on, let me pull Sunbeam. So she needs to make a huh. Constitution saving throw. Natural twenty. Fuck. Fuck! Okay. She also well, has good Constitution anyway. Does she still take turn. half? Well, she does. She'll take half damage, but it's technically twelve d eight. So yep. roll dice. Hold on, I um, need to do it digitally. Yeah. Okay, one, two, three, four times. Yep, it's 12. Okay. She takes. 
Let me roll them. Uh, she takes 20, half of 53. So it'd be 26 da radiant damage. Yep. Okay. You're still standing. Um, and then I'm yeah. going to bonus action shift. Uh, which will bring me up to 109 HP. Okay, and that is... I also, because of that bonus action shift, I'm going to mark her scent. Mm-hmm. And that is my turn. That'll bring us to Wells. And there Ooh, goes the staff. Uh, turns back and looks at Cynthia leaving... And Marin, you're you're close enough to hear him say, "I guess I'm not getting paid." Um, and he turns and just runs. What direction? I guess I can't get him anyway. But yeah, never mind. He's he's out off the map. He just dashes. Fuck. Uh, Lucan is gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Black Cloaks. Doot, doot. Those ones aren't going to be able to make it in time, I don't believe. Um, Shit, are they doing what I think they're doing? these ones dash they will but they won't get an attack um so six of them turn their crossbows on you kit oh god Great. what's your armor class seven two three four That's going to be 18 piercing damage from a bunch of crossbow bolts. Okay. None of these ones have paralytic poison, so you're good. Well, that's good. Uh, Marin. Uh, all right. Um, hold on. I got to see how far I can move. How far can I move? Ah. <sighs> I don't know. I well, hold on. No, I can go this way. Oh, okay. I could do that. Uh... Um, you can cross over that boxed-in. Yeah, area. I'm... It's, it's it's a staircase. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go up. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna go up here. My full movement. Uh, reload the Overwatch and fucking hit her. Uh, that is a 22. Tell her. Good. Okay, ooh, that's pretty good. Um, that is 23 points of damage. She's still standing. Fuck that. Um, Doesn't look great, but she's still standing. Wonderful. 
That's all I can do. Okay. That's it. Uh, Cynthia. She steps up against the back wall. Um... Um, she steps up against the back wall, and she places a hand against the wall, and just sort of whips it around in a circle, and you see this large, glowing circle spread across the wall as she casts Teleport. Ugh. And it pulls in everyone within, uh, within her adjacent spaces. So she takes these guys with her and they disappear through hold on one second um justine is going to counterspell oh yes. she's a wizard uh come on come on, come on. Get she her, would get know her, what level her. teleport is uh that would hold on i need to roll some perceptions Okay. Um, Justine goes to slash the spell, and as she does, Cynthia is glancing back, and then she looks at one of the men next to her, and they counterspell her back. Ah. God damn it. Fucking. Fucking. So they do disappear. However, that leaves those four who all look fucking terrified that they just got left behind, and they start panicking. Uh. Silas, watching all of this happen, jumps over Lucan. And as he gets about there, um, actually, no, he'd go the other way. As he gets yeah. there, um, he pulls out the bailiwick and aims toward one of the black cloaks. And Marin, even from across the rooms, you can see tears streaming down his face. Um, Just less of sadness, more of just fucking fear and frustration. Yeah. Um, that's gonna hit. These guys aren't all that powerful. Um, one guy's head just scatters against the wall, kind of covering his buddy in gore. Um, Justine, who's been fixated uh, after after her counterspell, she looks back down into the pool that you guys can't see into. Kit, you don't quite have the angle she does yet, mm -hmm. um, but she just charges forward and smashes into this guy. She's fucking dead. Yep, he's dead. She takes that axe and she just, she doesn't swing it, she like holds it in front of her and just pile drives him and actually manages to stick the axe into the sort of molding of the wall behind him. And she has to sort of rip it back out of his chest uh, to get it away from him. Uh, Kit, it's your turn. I look at the last two and I take the staff and I tap it on the ground one more time and I cast Conjure Animals. Mm -hmm. And I conjure eight wolves. Oh. 
and they have pack <laughs> tactics, and all I do is I look at them and I just go, kill. And I turn around and walk away. Bork, 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 bork. I'm not going to put eight wolves on the map. <laughs> you don't have to. They have... They're going to be yeah, dead. <laughs> they have, like, something like 10 or 15 HP, but there's eight of them, and they have pack tactics. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be a yeah. slaughter fest. Death. Um, these guys just go running toward the corner, like, go to round the corner, and then they see Marin, and they're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, and then the wolves catch up with them and just rip them to shreds. Um, as we get out of, uh, initiative order, and these guys are just bloody pieces on the floor, um, Justine runs up to the spot where the circle was, and she just reels back and slams her axe into the wall, enough that it sort of breaks one of the stone bricks, and she just lets out this titanic roar that she's, like, she's not giant like Bull, but this is like the bellow of a giant. And she's just tears streaming down her face too. Um, Silas looks back toward Lucan and then goes running toward the pool here down to the edge of it. He doesn't step into it, but as he gets up to it, he's like looking back and forth, trying to see something. Did I recognize that green beam of energy that came off the wand? Uh, make an arcana check with advantage. Because I know we've seen disintegrate before. I know, yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Now I'm back to rolling terribly again. Arcana, nine, not ten. I looked familiar. You're not sure. But that doesn't matter. Because uh, as you guys sort of, I assume, reconvene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm running into the center, just, like, shell-shocked. As you come up to the edge of this pool and Justine joins you guys, you see this very slight darkness to the pool, the surface of it, and you realize Bola's body has been destroyed and just dissolved into this pool. I'm just gonna fall, like on my knees and just scream and tears start pouring and just like screaming out of frustration and anger uh kit looks down at the pool and just kind of shakes his head and like doesn't want to give into it and he heads back towards lucan seeing the his pin cushion body hanging out over there. Mm-hmm. And I will start taking all the arrows out. Okay. Um, as you're standing, as you're sitting on the edge of this cistern, uh, Marin, Silas is directly across from you, just staring, just tear tracks on his face, staring wide-eyed down at this pool. Just unsure of what to do. And he looks up like, sort of like a person just wondering just the phrase, why God? Essentially. And he finally steps up the staircase and comes around the pool to you and just kneels down next to you. 
I'll just lean into him, but I'm just looking at the pool still. What are you guys going to do? Uh, I am going to gather Lucan up mm -hmm. and um, kind of call back to the other two, other three. Be like, we need to get out of here before they come back. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm, yeah. Let's go. Um, I'll stand up. Yeah, um, as you guys get up, uh, Justine follows along behind you, and, uh, Silas looks down at the, at the floor near where Bull was laying and sees his, uh, his great axe still laying there when he was disarmed. And Silas, with some effort, picks it up, and he just shoves it into Justine's arms. He says, You're the only one who can carry this. Don't lose it. And Justine nods and sort of slings it over her shoulder as you guys head down to join Kit next to Lucan. Uh, I've already picked Lucan up, which I'm assuming I can do, because he's small. Yeah, he's small enough. Um... You can kind of do a little bit of trading around where um, Justine can have Marin carry the Great Axe because you're probably the only other one with enough strength and she can carry Lucan pretty easily. Yeah, I can okay. carry the... I'll carry um, the axe. As you guys start making your way down the hallway, you see uh, toward the very end uh, the body of Wells laying very close to the actual well rope. And he looks like he looks like he got up to the rope, looked up, and somebody shot him in the face. And he's just laying there, eyes open, forehead open, just with dead. like a gun. With a gun. What would that be? I don't know. I don't. Um, Anth I'm gonna try. It could to, be Anson, but I don't yeah, think he's. I'm gonna really... like lean up against the wall and like peek up and try to get see if anyone's up there you see the long barrel of a Molinark rifle just aimed down waiting do I see the person holding it nope you don't have the right angle you have just the end and the silencer oh uh, I'm gonna call up and be like who is it up there <laughs> who is it it depends on who you are I don't recognize that voice. You do. It oh. is Ansem Molinark. An it's Kit! It's mm. Kit! Oh, thank God. And you see the rifle pull back, and he lowers the rope back down for you guys. Uh, how wide is this well? Um, the... A little less than 10 by 10. So I probably it's couldn't, big. like, turn into a giant eagle and, like... No. Okay. Um, but as you guys get up to the well rope, uh, Justine uh, has you guys help her put Lucan in like a piggyback and actually tie a rope around him and her, and she starts arm over arm climbing up the rope. Okay. Um, with the help of the rest of your team, it's not hard to get out. Um, but Ansem is standing out there um, with his uh, rifle leaning against the outside. He helps you guys up. Um, and as Justine comes up with Lucan tied to her back, Ansem's like, 
Jesus, what the hell happened? And he looks back down, waiting. We, there's, that's all of us. Shit. And he pulls back a little bit. Um, sort of looking around as if unsure what to do. He says, uh, we need to get him taken care of first. Uh, and you hear him very quietly say to himself, what am I going to tell Jace? Um, and uh, he, I assume the rest of you, you all go to, well, where do you go? Um, I don't think we should, we shouldn't stay in town. Should we go to the crater and try to get help there? I think we and need to contact some... Kenna. What? We need to contact Kenna. We need to stay there mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. That's the face- um, safest place we can be. Ansem says, I would agree. I think she needs to know about whatever the hell just happened down there. Um, and he uh, makes his way sort of half limping across the street. And he... Uh, takes uh, just a random horse that's hitched up and brings it over and uh, says, I'll, I'll return it later and helps you guys put Lucan on the horse's saddle and you start making your way toward the crater. Um, as you're walking, uh, Silas comes over and takes Marin's hand just silently. And... Justine is sort of walking ahead a bit on her own, sort of arms around herself. Like, she knew Bull for what, a couple hours? Yeah. And she already fucking loved him. Um, um, I am going to I am going to walk up to Justine's side and hit her with a level 3 cure wounds. Okay. Jesus. Oh my god, that was terrible. Nine. Okay. She wasn't doing too bad, so that's she's pretty good now. Um, you guys make your way up the main drag. Um, there are some people out that stare at you guys as you walk by. Just a bunch of bloody messes. Um, and uh, they don't really get in your way. Uh, but as you get to the grand bridge that crosses the outer... Uh, Convergence Lake. Um, you'd seen these guys before. Uh, Bull had mentioned sort of roughly what they were. There are ten people sort of diagonal from each other, crisscrossing back and forth on this bridge in wildly different uh, outfits and ensembles who uh, are apparently members of the Sentinels. And each of them are dressed in a way that represents the god that they're dedicated to. So you see uh broad, brawny warrior woman with a stone hammer clearly dedicated to Zarai. You see a woman in beautiful white robes and long blonde hair dedicated to Elen and so on and so forth as you go. Um, And uh, as you get to the end of the bridge, the last person there is just a fairly normal looking woman. Nothing terribly amazing about her or her clothes. Um, long, dark hair, uh, obviously Dalmaric, 
Um, and she's just standing there with her uh, hands or arms crossed in her sleeves in a gray uh, gray sort of dress robe where she has a shoulder cut dress and then a shawl over the top of it and she seems to represent Senna. Um, each of these sentinels watches you guys as you go by but they do not try to stop you. They do not get in your way at all. Um, getting to the edge of the crater, this gigantic thousands of feet high wall of rock, there is a massive tunnel carved into it in an arch. And on the inside of this arch, you see stories painted and carved into the walls. And you realize these are not just, you know, murals. These are like ancient cave paintings. Um, very much in the style of like our uh, old cave paintings. Um, and they depict hundreds of stories. Uh, some of them huge, some of them small. And then along the top are constellations lining the entire tunnel. And it's all lit up by more of these little wispy things. You have no idea what they are, but they seem to be at least sentient in some way. They move around on their own. Um, and they seem to drift close when you walk under them and then break away. Um, the tunnel leads out into a uh, warm, beautiful inner crater that is just green from wall to wall. And dotted around the interior crater lake are these ten not crazy, but still grand temples, most of them made of stone. Um, and each of them has very clear stylistic differences to the point where they almost look like they don't belong to the same culture. And before you is a road that rings the entire place and a road that leads to a second bridge over the crater lake. And in front of you looms the glittering black sphere that is the Monomaric meteor. It is probably a few football fields wide. Um, and the bridge in front of it has two small guard, guard posts on either side um, that are manned by heavily armored sentinels uh, that seem to represent specifically Harkin and Talon. And the bridge itself is this um, slightly damaged, but still sturdy, uh, white stone. Um, and you see there's actually a section of it where the rail has been broken away, and it looks like there's, um, it almost looks like there's dried blood in a spot on it that looks very, very old. Like, it hasn't washed away just yet, but it's sort of gotten into the cracks between the stones. Um, and standing in the middle of this bridge uh, is another sentinel, uh, who is this tall, weirdly imposing, but also sort of motherly figure. Uh, very dark skin, long braided uh, hair in a another shouldered green dress set with all kinds of flower patterns. And she's just watching people pass by her and come back out of the Monomaric very peacefully. Um, and she seems to represent at Lauren. But as you guys approach, 
she looks up and her brows sort of furrow seeing Lucan on the back of this horse. She says, Oh. Oh, you need... Come, follow me. Follow me. And she just comes up and takes the horse's uh, bridle and just starts leading you into the Monomarig. Um, As you guys get close to the edge of it, um, you see uh, Silas specifically look at the place where the rail is broken and sort of glance out over the water and glance toward Lucan back and thinking about it, but Lucan is more important currently. Um, and you guys continue on in. The uh, the priestess, uh, as she gets up to the edge of the Monmaric, she, being a fairly large and burly woman, she takes Lucan off the back of the horse and carries him herself. And she leads you inside into this black, glittering, gem-encrusted uh, tunnel. Uh, again, filled with these wispy lights. And you start passing by people? You don't know what or who they are. But there's these people that just drift past you. Their feet don't touch the ground. But they're completely shrouded in white uh, robes and shawls and cloaks. And they have these overly long ears, longer than kids. Um, they look elf-ish, but there's something just exaggerated about their features. Their features are sharp and long and a little, a little gaunt, even. And as they drift by you guys, uh, there's a group of three that goes by. Um, you can barely tell the difference between which ones are like feminine or masculine. Um, and uh, the third one back, who appears to be uh, feminine, uh, turns as she sees the priestess walk by with Lucan. And she watches him go. And you see these white eyes with... Even though there's a black ring, the pupil is white as well. And she just watches him go by as if curious, as if she's never seen this before. And she looks at the rest of your group and she says, My condolences. And she continues on. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't like that. Um, Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you're led into a central chamber, which, again, these tunnels and walls are full of glittering gems that are just natural to this meteor, but also covered over with all these cave paintings and images and carvings. And she leads you down a flight of stairs, and then another one that switches back. And you enter into a long hallway, which then opens out into a large square room that in the center has a square pool full of unnaturally glowing blue water. And standing in front of the pool with her arms crossed oh. is Kenna MacAmbaro. Yep. Um, and she's staring down this pool, which the actual water level is about five feet below her. Um, and you realize that the uh, there's sections of the floor here. Sorry, you guys came down several flights, not just two. Um, 
I don't know how many exactly, but a lot. Um, you realize that the floor here is different. It is made of a lighter colored stone while the walls are still black, and you realize this is the bottom of the Monomareg. Um, and Kenna is staring down into this pool, and she's talking to somebody. You see this figure formed out of the blue water, looking up at her and speaking. And it's somebody who looks a lot like her, but older. Mm. Um, and uh, Kenna, not realizing you guys are coming in, um, you hear her say, her voice sort of echoes in this room, I don't know what I'm gonna fucking do without you, Yanaya. This place has just gone to hell. I wish there was some way to get you back. And the woman in the pool seems to speak in return, but you can't hear her voice. But Kenna does seem to be able to. Um, and Kenna shakes her head, but then she sees the lot of you. And she says, Oh no, what did you... And she sees Lucan. She says, Oh. She looks back down into the pool and says, We'll talk again next month. And she sort of waves a hand and the figure splashes back down into the water and settles out. And Kenna walks up to your group, um, looking at the priestess carrying Lucan, looking at the lot of you, and just how fucking sad you all look says what did you do we didn't do anything there was nothing we could do what happened Cynthia Moore there's a cistern in the middle of the city we need to get rid of it And she... Has she met Lucan? I don't know. I don't think they met formally. I don't know if they met while we had him. We were in Volfira when she popped up. Oh, that's right. He was there. But I don't know if they, like, talked. Yeah, I'm not sure if they really met. Yeah. I think she knew of him. Yeah. Um, I don't think she knew what he was doing. Fuck, I can't remember. I don't remember either. I don't remember her making any comment about him. Mm-hmm. I don't either. I yeah, like I don't think it have. came up. I don't think it came up what he was, who he was, or what he was doing. You guys were too busy trying to figure out the whole. A glass blower thing and the Orden hide. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she heard that he knew some things at the very least. Uh, but um, she sees him and says, "How long has he been out? Uh, An hour, maybe. If that. Okay, that's still fixable. Um, I can bring, bring him back tomorrow, but. Uh." I don't have anything I can do today. Uh, bring him into my office. I think I have something that at least hold him as he is. Um, 
and she motions you over across the across from where you guys came in. Uh, there is a large arched doorway that is set with this beautiful um, double door uh, that is just full of vine patterns. It looks like the doors were broken at one point and then sort of very shoddily put back together. Um, but uh, Kenna pushes them open and you are just hit in the face with the smell of greenery and earth and water as you see this round room full of just a menagerie of plants and mosses and animals and vines and uh, a sort of water trough that runs around the entire outside of the room. And at the very end, there is what looks like a stump that has grown out into the shape of a desk um, that looks like it's seen some damage. And she brings you all in, and uh, the priestess sets Lucan down uh, on a uh, on a wooden sort of bench, and Kenna goes rifling through her desk, and she pulls out a scroll, um, and she walks over and hands it to Kit. Okay, what's the scroll? This should it is a scroll for gentle repose. I. Um, hang on, let me look at yeah, this spell real quick. Um, it um, allows you to protect the target for from decay for ten days, and they cannot become undead. Would he become undead? Uh, if somebody made him undead. I mean... Basically, we can make sure he's not gonna... Yeah. It's, it's like he can putting Snow White shape. in the glass casket. Yeah, no, yeah. I know what it does, but like the spell I'm going to use is going to. It's good for ten days, yeah. so I don't want to. I don't want to use it up if we don't need it. And she just leaves it in your hand. Says you can use it if you want. Uh, otherwise, just keep it. I'm sure it'll come in handy. I will put it in my bag. Because That's fine. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to use that yet. Um, and she reaches down and picks up like a, a blanket and sort of lays it over Lucan, um, covers up his his face, uh, and just leaves him there for the moment. Uh, and says he'll be. This is the safest spot in the city for him to be. Um, now I am going to. On, I, sorry, I might. No, I don't have it prepared. It doesn't matter. Never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, she, sort of looking over the lot of you, and realizing that Lucan is new, and that someone is missing. Uh, she, well, someone whom she actually knows is missing. She, sort of casts a hand around herself and. Uh, of the plants and vines and things around the room, they start twisting inward and uh, braiding together into uh, sort of seats and soft mosses grow out of the top of them and just creates this sort of semicircle in front of her desk. She says, take a seat. And she sits behind, she actually sits on her desk facing you all with Sort of her arms on her knees. I sit. 
Silas sits with you, and Justine doesn't sit, but she just sort of stands close with her arms crossed. And Ansem takes a seat as well. What happened? Kit, did you bring that that note that you found? Note. The the burned bit of Yes. Yeah, I've got it. Give it give it to her. Okay. I'll give it to Kenna. Um and she she takes it and um you see her pull this little um uh piece of like charcoal out uh as she looks over it. She says Okay. Uh every one of those abbreviations is a town. That's Amnobolin, and the, that's the location of all the cisterns, and the people they want to sacrifice to turn into walkers. On Delendain. Oh. Delendain, Dothra. Yeah. I see. Um, and she uh, sort of taps the black circle. She's like, I. I recognize this. Not not the abbreviations, but I recognize the design. Uh, Can you tell us what JY stands for? Although we already found the cistern, so... Yeah. Yep. Um, I won't go too far into the history lesson for you, but um, back during the Age of Frost before the Monomarig arrived. The place where Haven now stands was called Yand Ilarka. It was named after the ice demon god thing that caused the long frost. So I take it the cistern is down in the tunnels under the city. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right There's a well, well in the center of town. That's a new development. A well. Not the not the main well. Is it in the, the center main of well? town? Yeah, the well in the center of town. Yeah. But that goes straight. Not anymore. Unless maybe they those motherfuckers. They either dug it out or it was an illusion. Fuck. Yes, those... It's not those... an illusion anymore. No, it used to go straight through. It, there was nothing down... I've looked at it myself. There's nothing down there before. Either they dug out more of the tunnels or there was an illusion keeping it Fuck! There should be the body of a red tiefling marking it now. Noted. All of the names on that list besides Votek Lucas and one of these two have been captured by the cult. And, and she she takes a look over the names. Um, says, I think Vinrith Corsair is the only other one we know. Well... Yeah then it's not going to be fun when I say I recognize almost all of these names. We figured they were all pretty 
important people. And she nods. She says, Corsair, Venrith is the only one I know. He's been hounding the Phalon caravan for years. We know we've... We know him. Yeah. He's the reason I'm a werewolf. Great. Uh... He also Arza... got my, kid, my sister killed, but... Yeah. Oh. Anyway, uh, no, sorry. I... It's... Don't be sorry. You have every right to be bitter. Arza is a famous guildmaster. Svarn, that's easy. Jarl Svarn and her family. Lucas. Either Votsek Lucas or his kids. Uh, Vanderland. I think Vanderland's a famous fighter. Oh, good. I think so. Um, Haldir sounds elvish. I'm not sure about that one. Um... Avery, Clan Avery, they're fucking, they're friends to my clan. Uh, more obvious. Yeah. And Miller is too generic for me to know who the fuck they're talking about. But it's in Care Skull, so that makes it even harder because every fucking second person there will be named Miller. Yeah. And she we... reads, she reads through the notes. Says all but more than Lucas captured. So they're probably being kept near the cisterns. Probably. In the case but, of Lucas, they probably live right next to the cistern. Yes. That's assuming that Votsek Lucas isn't a member of the cult and gave them one of his own kids. That's true. Because I wouldn't put it past that asshole. Yeah. They tried to capture one of these two by kidnapping by kidnapping somebody else and we tried to fight her off but she she killed one of us and left. And she looks us, over the lot of you. Um, what'd you say? No, I just said I killed two of us, I guess. Because I forgot. Um, she, she looks over the lot of you and sort of glances back toward the door. And her brows sort of furrow. And she looks at Ansem. And they both share a nod. Of course, that lovely, stupid... Hulk who's gonna get himself killed. Quinn is gonna be so gutted. I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna walk right up toward Kenna. I'm gonna she look her in the me. eye. I'm gonna look her right in the eye. I'm going to be like... You notice this, yeah? The, are you pointing to your eyes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Does that mean anything to you? And she stands up, and she's a fair bit taller than you. Um, she says, this is going to be weird, but she takes you by the face and, like, gets real close. And she snaps her fingers, and several uh, 
glowing orbs appear around her, these little wispies that look very familiar. She gets up real close, like uncomfortably close. Weren't your eyes blue before? Yep. And she pulls back, still sort of holding you by the face, looking between your eyes. It's like... They're orbiting. Yeah, they're moving. I noticed what that too. What happened to you? Senna gave me this. And she lets go and pulls back and looks you over. Says, You're that healthier than I remember. What do you mean she gave this to you? What happened? Kenna and I have talked about this. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I told Kenna. I was like, Damn it. Senna, you know brought her back to life and said she could give up one of them, I suppose. Yep. And then all of a sudden her eyes are red and Senna's aren't anymore. Yeah. And that the I question, thought it was one the question, of the states. The question still stands, but it's less of a, like, I have no fucking clue what just happened to you, and more of I don't know exactly what she did to you. Hmm. More of like a what did she do to you kind of thing. Um, she says, you... She looks at Kit and she says, Senna's eyes aren't red anymore? Not anymore. I look over at Kit and I'm like, you talked to her about this? Yes, because I needed to know if I could get close to you or not. Marin, this is going to sound really stupid and dangerous, but I need you to sort of work with me here for a second. Come with me downstairs. I'm gonna get the box tied. Uh, I. That's no. Um... I. I. There's. If my theory is true, I'm gonna know it before anything gets too dangerous. Actually, wait a minute. And she looks at Kit. Mm-hmm. Come here. Okay. And she brings you for. She knows you have the crystal yeah um and she grabs your arm that has the crystal and starts pushing your hand closer to Marin. um and as as she does you see the um the crystal start to light up just ever so slightly and she stops and she takes Marin's hand and puts it right on the crystal and oh. the orden hide just does this little but nothing else. Hmm. And then as you pull back, it falls out of your hand. Oh. On the floor? Just ding, 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 on the floor. Oh, I pick it back up. Oh boy. No, come back. Okay, you pick it up. Can I take it out of my hand again? Yep. Oh no. It's not stuck anymore, oh no. And kind of, like, takes it out of your hand. And she does the... She looks it over for a second. You see her eyes flash. And she does the thumb motion that you do to sort of bamf it out into a staff. And it works. And it looks normal. She looks it over and she's like... What the fuck? She sort of turns it around in her hands. And she hands it to Marin. Just holds it out toward you. I don't... I won't let go of it. Just hold on to it for a second. 
grab onto it. Okay, you grab right below her hand, and it does the sort of, like, pulse again. It almost, like, makes your fingers uncurl from it, but it feels comfortable. And it's not stuck to you, it's not stuck to her. I don't know what this means. The Ordenhide is the twin and the opposite, really, to the Sevenhide, which is gone. But its complementary staff is the Fjordhide. They... I don't know how it works, but they... Whenever they're close together, they're more volatile. They power each other up. But this is weird. This should be going crazy right now. This would be like if I paired up the Vox Hide with the with the with the um with the was it the Gaitha Hide, the Earth Staff? No, the Navuna Hide. This would be like if I put the Vox Hide and the Navuna Hide together, the Earth and the Life Staff. They should be going crazy together. What the fuck? I'm asking the same question. I woke up from the dead like this. And she counterclockwise spins her thumb around the top of the around the staff and it shrinks back down and she just puts it back in Kit's hand, still looking at Marin. Says I wonder I wonder if something happened to the Fjordhide being with Senna and being with the core staff. You mean like it rendered it inert or something or Well it's not inert. I'm sure it can still do something. It's, I don't, I have no idea. Um, come downstairs with me. And she walks past you guys. Uh, I look at Silas like He has been wide-eyed this entire time. I am okay. following Kenna. I guess I'll follow them. Um, and the crystal's mean... not sticking back to me or anything? Um, if you continue to hold on to it for a few minutes, it does. Oh, okay. Eventually, it just sort of binds back to your hand. Um, Justine stays in the office next to Lucan. Just, she doesn't have an attachment to him, but she feels like some kind of responsibility just to kind of look after him. Um, and the Ansem's going to stay up there, too. Uh, the three of you... Four, four, Silas, too. Uh, head uh, back into the main room, and there is a larger archway door that goes down a very, very long staircase. Um, just to the point where you're starting to wonder if it's like the stairs at Hjolmanir, it finally comes to a landing, and you hear the sound of falling water in the distance as you walk out onto this sort of flattened top of a cliff looking into a massive underground uh, forest. 
hole. The area below you, like a hundred feet below uh, this cliff, is full of these vibrant, weird trees. These sort of um, twisted and braided trunks that open up into these thick, almost like succulent leaf, uh, really thick leaves that just sort of fold out um, and have this bioluminescence to them, some blue, some green. But then you recognize them as you see the beautiful little flower in the very center of the nest of branches. You've seen one of these in Border Holt with Lord Arnolf. The tree mm-hmm. that you were warned would eat you. Oh, those. Mm-hmm. Yes. So these gigantic, weird, succulent slash mushroom trees just spread out. Um, and in a long pool next to them, coming up to the base of the cliff, uh, there's just crystal clear water running through here. And at the far end, um, lit up by these weird little blue fireflies and wispy things everywhere. You see this huge waterfall just cascading down from a tunnel and you can see lit up behind it is another tunnel of some kind. And this entire area is uh, sort of dotted with more of these glowing white elf-like feature uh, people. And they're just sort of wandering and drifting around aimlessly. Uh, as Kenna comes out to this landing, she glances around and says, Excuse the crowding. We've got a lot of problems down here right now. And she makes her way down this switchback path down the cliff and leads you through this forest of weird succulent trees. And you pass more of these elvish looking people and they all have a particular interesting kit where as you pass by some of them they don't seem to understand one that staring is rude Mm. um and two they just have this interest in you like they recognize you somehow and occasionally you'll see one like start to reach out toward you but then pull their hand back just very graceful and um, as they see you walk by, many of them look a little bit almost sad, but as you walk by particularly, they sort of light up and they watch you go by like they're excited to see you. Can I um, stop and yeah, you look can at stop. one of them for a moment? Okay, you come to a halt in front of a particularly tall male question mark of one of these strange elves. Um, make me a history or religion check. Now I roll good. Um, 20. Okay. Thanks to the stories that your mother once told you, and the books you read as a kid, and the sometimes uninteresting religious history that you learned you realize that you are staring at a malandrada. Mm. The precursors to your people. They are not necessarily your ancestors. They're the people who shepherded the Monomarig to Atlaren. 
and helped your people, the Monomar, who eventually became the Dalmarig, uh, to exist in a world after the Long Frost, along with the Geary people. Um, okay. These people are meant to be asleep. Yeah. You know from stories, though you realize that you are literally just walking into one of those stories right now, um, under the Monomarig, there are vaults that go down for stories and stories underground, like um, almost mausoleum vaults, where somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand Malandrata are sealed, sleeping in barrows. And you're looking at probably 30, 40 here. Um, the story goes that when the Monomari crashed, uh, the Malandrata were there to help the people build a haven on the bones of the flattened uh, city that once sat there that was controlled by this ice demon god. Though you never learned the city's name, now you know it's Yandilarka. Um... They helped the uh, Monomaring Giri come together and build and expand. And when it became clear that these peoples would survive the Long Thaw and the First Era, the Malandrata tunneled their way into the Monomarig itself and then downward and built themselves barrows to sleep in. Uh, and it is said that only when all other peoples of the world are gone, the Malandrata will awake. Okay. Well, that's and they're waking up. Yeah, that's not good. But you stare at this tall, masculine figure, and he's so ethereal, and he's beautiful. He's... He's this almost celestial being that, regardless of your sort of taste in people, there's something about this creature that just tugs on your heart. Not, not in a way of like, I'm in love, but more of a, more of a sort of, this thing is perfect and precious. And I must defend it at all costs. But that feeling very quickly goes away. Leaving just a small weight in the bottom of your heart that will remember this person. Okay. They are beautiful. And he smiles at you. Just this very slight smile. And... He doesn't say anything. He just looks down at you and smiles, as if proud. Hmm. All right. I will keep following the other two. Okay. You jog to catch up and uh, kind of lead you guys toward this waterfall in the back. Um, and there are several Malandrata gathered around the... Uh, gathered around the foot of this waterfall um, sort of looking up at this just sheet of water coming down as if 
as if watching some kind of show, almost. They seem to be just entertained by this simple display of nature. Um, and as Kenna approaches, they all look and sort of part ways for her. Um, some of them out of reverence, some of them out of a little bit of intimidation. Uh, she just strides through, uh, and she casts her arm up, and the wall of water splits, creating a fairly dry path for you guys to walk through. And behind it, you see a triangular tunnel leading further and further back, and set into either wall um, are these uh, barrows, are these small uh, square uh, openings. Some of them opening, some of them open, some of them still sealed, that each have a single name written across them. Uh, some of them that are open have broken doors of made of stone setting on the floor. And you realize this is where the Malandrata are. Most of them are still closed. And there are stairways that lead down further and further. Um, you walk through this tunnel and you see a few more Malandrata just sort of floating around. Some of them staring at still closed barrows as if waiting. Just very patiently. Um... And uh, the room starts to get hotter and hotter uh, as you come to finally this end room that's further and further down where you actually see a small flow of lava going down through this room in a little sort of zigzagging stream. And Kenna looks up and you see suspended from the ceiling on these strange, you think maybe mithril chains? are nine different spheres. And in the very center, uh, one is hanging down a little bit further, and the chains actually stretch further as Kenna walks in. And she holds up a hand, and you see all these pins just pop out of the sphere, and it opens, and a spear-shaped greenish crystal drops into her hand. You see that I believe all of the others are empty except one um but you see all the others that are open have the popped out pins and sort of this uh weird reflective interior to them and then there's one hanging closed further up closer to the ceiling but they're all very carefully spaced apart um but as Kenna gets the Vox Tide dropped into her hand, she turns to Marin and offers it out. I will very hesitantly grab it. Do you touch it or do you grab it? I'll touch it. <laughs> Scary question. Um, as you touch it, just before your finger makes contact... There's this little, like, jolt, almost like a static shock of greenish lightning that uh, zooms out of the side of this thing. And it is met in the very center by a red jolt of lightning from your hand. And it hurts enough, like, not badly, but it hurts enough that it makes you, like, pull back. Like, you just got a bad static shock. And kind of pulls it back. And she's like, hypothesis confirmed. 
is that the is that the twin staff? Is it the Fjordhide? No, the Sefenhide is gone. It was actually destroyed down here. Not in here, but out in the uh, waterfall chamber. No, I just wanted to see how it would react to a staff that has nothing really to do with it. Though the Voxhide and the Fjordhide are inherently enemies because fire destroys life. So it is in me then. So now we've got two people running around with just the essence of staves. No physical way to remove it. How do I use it? You're asking me? You gotta know something about it. You have this whole setup here. This is the failed vault. It doesn't work. It doesn't work with more than two or three. And now that the Monomarig shield is gone, it doesn't work at all. So what good is it that I have it then? I don't know. How should I... Listen, alright. I understand that mortals, we're taught formerly we are taught all our lives that gods are these omnipotent, intelligent, uh, either fully benevolent or fully malignant beings. But that is just not goddamn true. None of them know shit. Great. So we just give you this stuff and we trust you with something and what, you can't tell me anything? No. I'm the youngest god there is. I don't know. I know fuck all about how this works. This shit was... This is what almost destroyed the world when I was busy fighting with a broken, shattered goddess of rot. The only one who may know how this works is Senna. Or Ulgar Hydaelyn. And I'm not fucking asking him for advice. I'm not fucking asking any of them for advice. I have a question. Has anybody with a dissolved stave died? I mean, other than Senna getting... Or, well, Sanka getting fucked up at the Calamity. No. Marin is the first mortal I know of. The staves probably don't disappear if the body does. I would be intensely surprised if they did, but there's also the possibility that without a physical anchor, and she holds up the uh, Voxide crystal, that once the body carrying the essence is gone, the essence goes to wherever the core staff is. Which means if you die, it goes straight back to Senna. That is a theory. Oh boy. But one that I'm pretty confident could be right. That explains why she was okay with giving it up. 
it's just on loan. It doesn't explain it to me. I... I've spoken to Senna briefly before I kicked her ass. After that happened. She... She came here... Where I have two staves, and she motions to where you assume the Gaitha hide is hanging, and the uh, the Vox hide says, "There's no shield on this place currently. It's just me." And the Malandrata try to help, but they're kind of fucking useless. <laughs> it's just us standing here in the way, and if she wanted to, she could poof in here, or at least close, anytime she wanted, and just take that thing. The Vox Tide is harder, because it's kind of... we've got a thing going, but she hasn't. She hasn't tried to take any other staves that I know of since you. I look over at Kit, and I'm like, did you also tell her about our little deal we had going on between you and Senna yeah yes she knows everything I don't know if it means jack shit but she acted like she didn't want to get the saves anymore she acted like she wanted to find a new purpose and that's why we sent her to you to see if she could help with something yeah, and I didn't believe a word she said, so I kicked her out. Wonderful. Can you call her back? I can try. Give it a I shot. I mean, she's got to be in at Lauren somewhere. She can't go anywhere else, thanks to the demiware. But... You guys are in the middle of some real shit. Yeah! You think? Uh huh. And it would be real helpful if I could use this fucking thing that's in me. But apparently, that's just. I'm just gonna hang on to it until I die and then I'll get. ejected out of my body or something? I don't even know. Like, we don't even know what it's doing. Why? She could have just used. It's power to bring you back, I would think. But instead, she gave it to you. Which would have hurt her immensely. Because the only reason she has a physical form that sticks together nowadays is because of those staves and just sheer fucking willpower. Why did she say yes to you? I told her Talon didn't want her doing all of this. Oh, you pulled the husband card. I didn't pull the card. I told the truth. You I spoke to, to him. Talon? Yes. Jeez, you're just everybody's favorite. Apparently. <laughs> you ever thought about actually, like, throwing in with a good god? No. 
Because there is no good God. No offense. No, you're right. You're smart. None of us are wholly good. I mean, how the fuck did they make me a god? Like, this is an accident. If they'd had their choice, it never would have happened. But the fact that they let me continue just shows how powerless they really are. They sealed themselves out. They can't do shit. Um, I, not to like break up this, but should we really have four staves in this room all at once? And she glances around and she says, nothing's happening. Okay. And she slowly moves the Vox Tide toward you just a little bit, and you see it start to shake her hand. She's like, oh, no, yep. And she puts it on the other side, just to keep herself between you mm -hmm. and the Vox Tide. As long as they're not in close proximity, they should be okay. Okay. The These staves all here currently don't mesh with each other very well. So they aren't going to just magnetically pull together. Now, if we had the Galahide here, I would be like a mile away from you. Or not the Galahide, uh, the... The Dark Staff? No, no. The no. Death Staff? Um, uh... Yeah, the Death Staff. The... The Merit Hide, which is destroyed, but... The, the, the Death stands. and Hide. Yeah. Uh, the Merit Hide, yeah. Um, yeah. If I had the Merit Hide, I would not come within a mile of you, because they would just try to kill each other, essentially. Unless the core staff so, was around to chill them out. This is interesting. I wonder if I could use Sylphie, Sylph if I could use Marin as... It's been a while since you yeah, did that. If I could use Marin as a battery. A battery? Yeah, I wonder if she could power me up further <sighs> by connecting us. You remember how I told you not to use the staff? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about, like, using its special ability that I know nothing about. I mean, like, casting a spell using it. But we don't know what will happen if you try that. Well, yeah, that's the point. I want to find out. I'm just saying it's a possibility because she's obviously making... She's getting rid of its power... Kit, Almost. I would appreciate it if you didn't talk about me like I wasn't here. No, I you're here. Um, yeah, I get it, but... I mean, if you want to try it, this is the place to try it. I cannot promise you'll walk out of here alive. I, just, I don't want to do anything to put us in danger. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Can you get it? Can you remove it from me? Something you might die if that happens. Here's here's what I'm here's my thinking here. Like I'm uh I was not a scholar in life. Um I was more of a do things person. And in 200 years, I've learned a little bit more about how magic actually works properly. And my concern 
is that you have something going on to do with soul binding. If... Now here's the thing. Um, most soul-bound objects, you're not going to die if they get broken or taken away. The whole point of them is to bind them to you so that you can recall them. But I'm thinking you have something much more intense than that. The, again, theory. Theory. Can you summon it? How do I do that? Look in your heart and maybe you'll find the answer. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sarcasm is how I deal with stress. Is there a specific motion that the that it need the Fjorhide needed to activate it? Fjorhide Oh god, what was it? It was two hundred years ago. Uh Hold 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 your hand out flat, finger spread, and focus. Oh god, this might be the seven hide, but we're gonna try it. Um hand out flat and hit the top of your hand. Just focus on fire and see what happens. Wait. Okay. This way? Downward. Okay. Just really, really focus. I'm focusing. Uh, make me a... Oh, what should it be? Make me a... Make me a wisdom save? Oh boy, that's not my strong suit. Make it with advantage, though. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay. So you hold your arm out in front of you. Focusing as hard as you can through all the fucking trauma you just went through today. <laughs> and you just sort of slap your hand down. And as your hands are crossed in front of you, you see just jets of flame shoot out of your fingers. And your hand closes on its own, your bottom hand. And suddenly this long, straight staff that looks like it's made of blue kyanite just okay. extends about six feet long. And at the very end of it, wrapped in a spiral of kyanite stone, is this red burning gem. I'm assuming it looks a little something like this. No, that's really different. Oh. What? <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's no. blue. <gasps> oh no. The core staff caused them to mesh. Wait, which one? The core Wait, does it No, hold on. What two, what three <laughs> staves <laughs> does did Senna have, have? Wait, what? Senna? She had the core and she had the pure hide. Hold, hold, hold on. Um, she had um, the Fjorhide, the Navunahide, the Earth, uh, and the core. So it would be red, brown, white. So what is this? <laughs> I'm so confused. Wait, the Earth staff, and you said it's made. Of, it looks like it's made of kyanite. 
Yes. Kyanite is specifically... Uh, I know exactly a, what Kyanite looks like. <laughs> well, it's yes, so. this long shard uh, blue style stone with like hints of white through it. Um, it's with Kyanite. Kyanite is, okay. I believe, extremely heat resistant. Okay. It's K-Y-A-N-I-T-E. Yeah, I see it. It's beautiful. Okay. It's very weird, It is. Though. I have yeah. some pieces on my desk at work. Um, okay, so what does that mean? It's like a high-pressure, uh, often found in quartz, high-heat-resistant Yeah. Marin. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, like, Marin is asking, what does that mean? What is... What do you mean? What did it look like before? Um, before, uh, the staff was... Um, hold on. Uh, your hide. Before, before the Fjordhide staff looked to be made of Corundrum, mm. which is uh, the stone that all versions of ruby, sapphire, emerald come out of. It was specifically red Corundrum. What color is the Nivunahide? What does that look like? The Nivunahide uh, is the actual staff form. Uh, so, hold on. Let me Let me clarify. The the stone at the end of the Kyanite staff is a spear-shaped red-orange uh, quartz-like crystals that looks like it has fire inside of it. So, um, okay. The original version, same, same quartz spear at the end, but made of ruby. Um, the Navuna uh, appears to be made of... I believe the Navuna is made is a wooden staff made of like dark brown black ash wood, um, and then the crystal is a brownish like smoky quartz, uh, and then the core is uh, the core is a white wooden staff very similar to Gandalf the White Staff with a uh, faceted quartz crystal. So. I do have the crystal, the Fjordhide crystal. But it's at the, the end of the staff. Yeah, the staff is just a different yeah. consistency. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what is what do you think that means then? What'd she do to it? What Um, I listen, everything here is just theory. Uh but I wonder if it wasn't her that did it. She has the power to change how they look. She shouldn't. Even Olgar Heidelin couldn't change them after they were made. Well, it wasn't me. I didn't do anything. Do you want to try something really stupid? No. Yes. <sighs> <laughs> Not with these things. I. Uh. Try talking to it. No. Because he's in there. Is right? he, though? Oh, no. <gasps> I was thinking this. I was wondering this. And now I really want to know. Up to you. Wait. You... 
I'll I'll hold it out in front of me. Hold out the staff. It is even though it is made of solid kyanite, it is so light and easy to move around. I will close my eyes and I'll just think Are you in there? You don't hear a voice answer you. All you get in return is just this very simple, almost comforting, just pulse. I didn't get words back. Um, which, uh, Kenna, Silas, and Silas is still here. He's not saying anything. Uh, he doesn't know shit about what's happening. Uh, uh, but the three, of you, the three of you see as Marin did this and sort of spoke internally, you saw the spear-shaped crystal at the end. Just When I talked to the Gaithahide, I heard his voice, didn't I? Yes. Okay. He said, who do you think you are? Well, that was when I cast Gash on it, but when I actually tried to talk to it, like, before, while it was you, calm. You felt a presence there, yeah. Okay. Um, Marin, there is a presence there, but it's not... It's not scary. It feels almost... Not familiar. Familiar is not the word for it. But it feels like someone you should have known all along. And as you sort of open your eyes back up and look at it, it pulses on its own. I don't think he's in there. Uh, Can you put it down? Put it down. You set the staff on the floor. And it pulses again, and the staff sort of rolls once toward you, but then goes quiet, and the flame inside the spear quiets. I'll take a couple steps back. It gets dimmer and dimmer. And Kenna steps up and sort of nudges it with her boot. And it rolls away from her. What do my eyes look like right now? You don't I'll know. look you at her eyes. No, I'm asking Kenna. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Um, Kenna steps up to you. It's sort of dim lighting in here. So she casts the dancing lights again. She says, they're blue. And she goes and she reaches down and picks up the staff. And it, you watch it just pulse in her hand. She's like, "Mm, you might want this back. Sorry, there's dogs talking, so I don't know if it's just my neighbors or what. They have like a bunch of people hanging out in their driveway or something. And so my dogs are going crazy. Did you say she holds it? She, she held it and it pulsed and she just like tensed up in pain and she set it back down. She says, 
Ow! What did it do? I don't know, but that fucking hurt. Is it... Algar? I don't think so. Can I reach down and... Since I have this staff that doesn't hate it, um, I'm gonna reach down and just lay my hand on top of it. Um, as you do, just, like, the inch above it, it sort of magnetically jumps to your hand. Oh! It's not stuck to you. Okay. You can pull it off, but it just, like, jumped to you. And you, uh, watch the, uh, in your other hand. Do you have it in staff form or spear form? Uh, I imagine I have it in staff form. Okay. Um, you watch the Orden hide pulse, and then the Fjord hide pulses back, and then they pulse together. Um, does the fjord hide... you hear oh, no. in your head... Oh, God. Give it back. Mm. I let it go immediately. And it falls down and just clatters on the floor. And the Orden hide starts to flare. And then the, uh, the fjord hide pulses and the Orden hide shuts down. And I can probably take the sphere off my hand if I put it back. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Algar um, is not happy that that staff doesn't belong to him anymore. He just said, give it back. And then it shut down mine. It shut it him down. If it doesn't belong to him, then who does it belong to? You. No, I don't want it. I, I don't <laughs> know if you have, you a, have choice. a choice. <laughs> and Kenna goes up to it and just sort of nudges it toward you with her boot again. She says, pick, pick, pick it up. What if I left it here with you? What if I... What if I... I have That's a... a good question. Walk across the room and call it. No. I'll walk across the room. Oh my god. Come here, boy! I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you actually I'll hold. I'll hold out my hand and just... Will will it to come to me? I guess. Ah, uh, nothing. Nothing happens. <sighs> okay. Um. I don't know. It's not. It's not doing anything. And kind of sort of looks at it for a while and says. Try giving it a name. Oh my god. Soulbound weapons have names. That's not the Fjordhide anymore. Give it a name. This is so stupid. I feel stupid. I, <laughs> I don't even want this thing. I just want to leave it with you. I don't... I, I don't think I could keep it. I'll look at it. I'll hold my hand out. I'm trying to think of a fucking good name. Tim. Uh, <laughs> Tim, yep. <laughs> uh, if you want to know a name in a language, let me know. Oh, I'm going to hold out my hand. 
And I'm just going to, like, very quietly, under my breath, say... Flameheart. And it zooms straight to your hand. Good fantasy name. Good yeah, job. I like it. We're gonna hold it back like that and try and you tap down and it disappears. Just in this shower of blue sparks. It doesn't become a crystal, it just disappears. So we turn the Horcrux into a spirit weapon. Uh, I don't know about you, Kenna, but we need to reach out to Senna and figure out how the fuck she did that. Yeah. That could be the answer Uh, to everything. Yeah. Not that I think we should give seven people spirit weapons, but that's better than Algar Heidelin. Did we just take away a ninth of his power? Yes. It does not belong to him anymore. And he is pissed, uh, just FYI. Like, for sure. Yeah, I'm not exactly happy myself, so... I... You're gonna hate me for this. Probably, yeah. Just lay it on me. I don't think there's anyone better. No, seriously, like, hear me out. I would never want to give one of these fucking things and soul bind it to somebody who followed a god or a patron or some misguided order or some shit like that. I would rather have somebody who is cynical and questions everything. That's... I don't know what to say. Uh, You guys may have just accidentally solved the biggest problem the world has had for 1,200 years. Or more. 1,400 at this point. Jesus Christ, it's been a long time. Yeah, well, hell of a lot of good that it did me an hour ago, so. Well, I know. But you can't... You can't expect yourself to have made decisions with information you didn't have. We... We need to tell the caravan. We need to tell Quinn, especially. I don't want to tell Quinn another... One of his is dead. I can't. I would say that I would take care of it for you because they're family to me too, but... I don't think I really have the... the right to be the one who delivers that information. I, uh... Bull and I were, we're, we're okay. We're, I guess we're friends, but 
he, uh, I could see it in just the few times I've visited you guys. He fucking loved you guys. We'll get your other friend back on his feet. We'll... If you guys want to be a part of destroying the cistern, you're welcome to, but I'll make sure that gets done as soon as possible. Probably tomorrow. I wish I could offer more help, but I can't leave here for very long. We need, um, we need anti-scrying stuff. We need to disappear. The only person I can think of that would have enough of that kind of stuff would be Lysander Courage. Uh, I may be able to arrange for safe passage for you guys. It might take a couple days to get here, but I can... I can at least get you down there in okay time. Okay. Uh, unless, Kit, if you want to grow a really, really big tree. Do you have a seed? I'm sure I can find one. I just don't have a... Uh, I don't have a direct route to Port Saris, but I think you guys do. We at least have a route to Irakel. Shit, they don't have trees in Port Sars. Fuck. They will once we get there. Yeah. How close can you get? Vulfira. I think... I think I can call in a favor. Jess's son should be nearby. I bet I can get her to give you a lift. That would be nice. I hate to send you guys across the world at the drop of a hat, but it's okay. Weather... We're not we're we're not ready. Today no. proved us to prove to us that we're not ready. We need to disappear and we need to we need to work on some things first. Yeah. Well uh I'll I'll get you guys at least to Volfira. Um, or if you want to go that far, I can take you straight to Constanos. Um, that's another place where you might find that kind of stuff. We'll talk about it, I guess. All right. Yeah, no, no rush right now. You guys, uh, I'll show you to some, some safe rooms down here where... You can rest for the night. Um, I'm gonna go take a look at the cistern. Uh, my, um... I don't know if you remember him, but uh, Jude Connell, uh, my former next elder druid in training, is... He left. He's... He's not cut out for this kind of stuff, so my new apprentice is, uh... 
She'll hold down the fort here. If you need anything, you can talk to her. She'll be back shortly. Um, but I'll, I'll walk you out of here at least. And she, um, goes back up to one of these pinned, uh, cages and puts the box tied back in it. And it sort of raises back up to the ceiling. She leads you back out through the tunnels and the waterfall and the weird succulent mushroomy forest, uh, back to the, uh, this pool room. Um, where you can see a uh, younger woman, uh, fairly broad, uh, built similarly to Kenna, but definitely darker skin, um, half-elven pointed ears, is standing in front of the pool, just looking down into it. The water no longer glows like it did before. Um, and she glances up. She's maybe... 20, something like that. Um, and uh, Kenna just gives her sort of a wave and she nods and leaves you guys alone for the moment. Uh, Kenna leads you beyond the uh, this room to the opposite hallway from the stairs and uh, you see this long uh, half circle tunnel going through that has doors set into each side, diagonal from each other. Um, and uh, she sort of motions broadly to them, says, none of these are being used right now. Um, you're free to use them as you please. There's uh, there's dining room, kitchen, all kinds of stuff in here, whatever you need. Um, and if there's anything missing, just let my uh, apprentice out there know. Um, I'm going to keep your friend in my office where he's secure, and that way tomorrow you can get him um just uh don't go back down there alone it it's kind of dangerous alone but I've got a lot of work to do and Thanks. uh and a lot to fucking process thank you Thank, thank you. I know you don't want this. I'm just gonna walk into a room. Um, and she lets you go and Silas follows. Uh, Kenna turns to Kit and says, What happened to Bull's body? I, th it fell into the cistern and when we went to get it, there was nothing but dust. Shit. We would have fished him out somehow if there was anything to bring back, but... I don't think you can get it back after it's... Shit. She Wouldn't did something. Get... She cast a spell of some sort to destroy it so that we couldn't... We wouldn't even be able to get dust back. Fuck. Um, I'll send your other friend, um, Justine, was it? I'll, yeah. I'll send her and Ansem along. Um, 
And you actually see she's getting a little bit teary-eyed, um, which you've never seen, like, sadness out of Kenna. She says, um, I'm going to go cry. And she walks away. Uh, okay. And eventually Justine and Ansem come along. I'll let them know that they can use the rooms and not to travel downward. Yeah. I assume each of you sort of take your own space and just kind of try to process. Yeah. And at least with uh, Marin and Silas, Silas doesn't say anything. He just sits next to you. Each of these rooms has nice beds and tables, a desk, chair. Um, simple but comfortable. And he just sort of sits within reach if you want him. And on that horrifically traumatic note, <laughs> unless you guys have anything else you need to do. I don't think so. Uh, we can end tonight's session that went way fucking over. Yeah, it did. Sorry. That's no, okay. Man. We're just, like, killing people left and right. Marin is a never-ending ball of problems. Yep. She doesn't want to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is, like, the Marin show. No, don't say that. I don't want to... No, it's not not in a bad way. Like, I'm yeah. having so much fun trying to figure out what's going on, but, like, <laughs> this is this is really interesting. I found the Soulbind spell in, like, a, like a homebrew thing. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the Soulbinding for mine is entirely my own homebrew. I figured it was, because this, this one was talking about, like, binding someone that they had to stay within 60 feet of you for like a full minute or something it Um, was basically just to keep them in range the entire time so they couldn't run away yeah uh the soul the soul binds uh technically what i'm doing is this thing that was inspired by i believe fourth edition or pathfinder can't remember um which is a soul bound weapon Mm -hmm. um but because they're hydaelyn staves I've juiced it the fuck up and also taken a lot of uh, inspiration from the Hexblade. Mm. Yeah. So you can just sort of call it and. Falchion! Miss it in. Yeah. yeah. Falchion! Falchion. Yeah. Waste Hunter Blade! Yeah. <laughs> Flame Heart! Yeah. I have to say um, it in a Texan accent. Of course. Wait, so time. which PS? I- Sorry. Quick thing about Flame Heart. Um, you do not have to do the, the sort of alchemy nonsense. You, being that you have forged a bind to this, you can actually form your own either call word or sort of motion. Um, it must be either verbal or somatic. Okay. This is really interesting to me because we have an extremely powerful magical weapon bound to someone who doesn't do magic. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a bard. I do a well, little yeah, bit of but magic. She doesn't have, a like, lot. a fire spell. No. 
Well, you don't have to be a magic user to use, like, the Glove of Blasting. That's true. Maybe the staff has a built-in, like, level 10 fireball. I want to see if I can pair it with, like, one of my guns. Like, shoot fire bullets Ooh. or something. That's I, cool. if you're, if you're willing to, I will talk to you about that. Okay. Uh, and we'll see what we can do for you. Because I realize that it is a staff. And therefore has limited use to somebody who prefers something more physical. Yeah. But it is also a fucking Heidelin, former Heidelin staff. Mm-hmm. It is packed mm-hmm. with the power of a ninth of the soul of a demigod. So I'm sure we could figure something the fuck out. Yeah. It, it would take a while for Marin to sort of like figure twist it, it and figure out how to use it. But yeah. we could definitely do something. That's awesome. But I think I just killed everybody's favorite NPC. Yes, you did. I sorry. I was keeping it fucking together until Kenna was like, she fucking loved you guys. And I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Suck the tears back in. Suck the tears back in. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was okay. So be honest. Be honest with you. You were. Cynthia set you up to fail. Oh yeah, yeah. I can like, tell. I, the, like... it, it, I'm pretty clear that what I did um, behind the scenes between sessions was I basically went through the whole thing of if Bull is ever alone in Haven or not with somebody, not with a player character, um, or gets separated somehow, Cynthia is watching you guys, and she is aware that Bull is the favorite. Like, everybody yeah. loves that guy. Mm-hmm. And so what better way to lure her kids and their friends in than by taking their favorite friend? Um, and by the time you guys actually got down there, she had already just fucked him up. Yeah. Technically, Wedna fucked him up, but you know. Um, that. Oh, yeah. That just made me <laughs> even more mad that she was there. Uh... So he was just there, literally ready to tip into the cistern. Cynthia's whole thing was, if I can't have what I want, you guys don't get what you want either. And so the original plan was for her to tip him into the cistern, and in the hopes that she drove you guys away, she was going to turn him into a walker later to come after you guys. Um, But because she realized she couldn't win, she was like, fuck you, disintegrate. Yeah. And because all of the ash is just in the water, um, or in the blood, there's really... Couldn't sift out any of the... There's really no way to sift it out at all. Mm -hmm. Especially in blood. Like, in water, you can kind of... You can maybe boil off the water and end up with, like, lime scale and ash and maybe get that to work. But with blood, there's so many other things in blood that it would never never work um and she knew that that was her just fuck you and everything you love um yeah yeah that's what this episode should be titled fuck Fuck you and everything everything you love love. yeah (laughs) um and then wedna 
The thing was, you guys killed her, and you let the guards take the body. Yeah, yeah. And so I have the, I've had that in my mind for mm -hmm. months, just like, they didn't destroy the body, she's mm -hmm. coming the fuck back. Yeah. So if you guys had gotten a chance to actually get up close and look at her, you would have seen the scar under her chin. Yeah. Um, but now that she's been ashed as well, uh, she's not coming back. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one cares enough about her to bring her back again. Yeah. Anyway. Um, good. Uh, and then... We should probably close the stream, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but uh, sorry, everybody. That was kind of planned, but I also still feel, feel very bad about it. Um, please it... come back next week. Please come even, back next week even... because some, some it's shit might be happen. sad as fuck, but. <sighs> Um, but thank you for joining us. Uh, you can find at Lauren Adventuring Company on Twitter, uh, at, at Lauren ADV Co. Uh, links are below. Uh, I need to schedule all of March's tweets and shit. Uh, but that has links to VODs, that has, uh, links to podcasts, that has links to all of us. Uh, Astrid. Hello. Tell us about yourself, darling. And... I apologize. <laughs> do you apologize to you? I honestly um, do because I <laughs> fucking love that boy. I know. I I'll save it for next time. There was something I was going to say, like as Marin before we ended, but you were kind of ending it, so I was like, oh, whatever. Make sure um, you write it down. Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's there. Um, hi, my name is Astrid. I write books. Uh, you can find me on various social medias uh, under Astrid K. Writes. Um, you can find me there at basically anywhere on social media, or you can visit my website, which is astridnight.com. I'm currently writing a book inspired by D&D. &D. It's going to be uh, done tomorrow. No, it won't. Uh, I mean, I could, but it'll be more of just like, and then they did this, and then they did that at the end. So... <laughs> Puck's so mad. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly is just like, I've had enough. <laughs> it's okay. I just hucked him. He's fine. He's good. <laughs> That's it for me. And Blake. Uh, I am Blake R. Wolf. You can find me at blakearwolf.com. B L A K E R W O L F E. Uh, I am writing fantasy series called the crystalline chronicles uh book one and two are out book three is scheduled to come out on march 31st and the pre-orders for book four just went up today i actually got the confirmation email while we were playing so uh Ooh. yeah should and have what book four is the crystal heart yeah the crystal heart yeah. um so yeah i we may potentially only be doing five instead of six books. I'm not oh. sure because things have been moving a little faster than I anticipated, but we'll see what happens. That's it for me. How about oh, you, Taylor? Okay. Hi, y'all. Um, I am the murderer. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, whew, this is going to hit me later. Uh, yeah, I, I love Bull a lot, but uh, hello. Oh, yes, yeah. you can find me on Twitter. Taylor Wallace, uh, T A I Y L O R W A L L A C E. Make sure you spell it wrong or you won't find me. Uh, and you can find me on sonderediting.com. 
where I provide editing services that don't cost your firstborn child. Uh, I edit for Blake, yes, including the Crystalline Chronicles. And uh, thus far, I believe I'm going to be editing a perception check for Astrid. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be on my desk tomorrow. It's going to be great. Yep. It's totally done. It's done <laughs> no. already. It, uh, we're, you're hoping it'll come out sometime this... Uh, by the end of the year. Hopefully. Okay, got it. Um, I'm hoping by December. We'll I'm so excited see. for this marketing You just keep campaign. pushing it back further and further. Well, no. So I'm hoping to be finished with the first draft by like April. Hope I don't oh, know gotcha, if that's gotcha, going to happen, gotcha. but I hope that it will be released in December. So good. We have something to look forward to for you all. Mm -hmm. The endless Yule. Oh, yeah. When will Yule end? God! Next question. Next Worst session. Yule ever! It really <laughs> right. was. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's all I had. Wow, we were all kind of expedient that time. Uh, yeah. You can catch us next Saturday uh, here, 5 p.m. sharp Eastern time. And uh, we will be doing the fallout of the death of the favorite. So, yes. That's going to be fun. It actually will be fun. It'll just be very sad. Uh, sorry for going over by a whole two hours, but I think. I think an episode where a major, like, favorite character dies is worth an extra two hours. Yeah. And when we discover that, like. Yeah, that too. Yeah, fucking. There's only. Seven Heidelin staves left, or whatever. Six. Uh, now. Six, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you count the ones that Senna has as part of her, six. I'm wondering, I mean, this, we can talk about it in game. Yeah. There's many things that I wonder. Same. <laughs> there's, only, there's only four staves left that can be physically accessed. Fuck. Yeah. And three of them are with us right now because the two are below us, and then I've got one. God! Ah! The Heidelin Cult still has the Galahide. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, keep an eye on Twitter for links and VODs and shit. And uh, oh, the VOD for this and the podcast will go up on Wednesday. Yeah. So thanks for hopping along. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye.